I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. An opportunity to be with you by means of radio. Thank you for that welcoming us into wherever you're listening to our program from. A lot of people call and say they listen while they're on the way to work, and uh, not so much the Mariner's Call, more so the Fisherman's five-minute look at the book. But I'm, wherever you listening from, God bless you just for being there. And I know this has to do with your time, and uh, I gladly I, I gladly give the time, and I'm glad that you gladly welcome us aboard. In the book of Romans, Romans chapter 10, we'll find the thought at this particular time, and I hope it'll be a blessing and help to you as we read some scripture, and then give the sense of it, and then if you're a child of God, it bring all oh, bring to bring some strength, because all. Oh, as far as the Word of God is concerned, that's where we get our strength from. Amen? And then in turn, if you've never trusted Christ, or you say, Brother One, I just still do not know, you know, that the Lord might help you to see what you need to see. And, uh, and in doing so, and of course, your heart be affected. And then, amen, with that heart, oh, you can believe unto righteousness. Christ can become your Savior. Romans chapter 10, verse 15 How's your feet? How's your feet? Romans chapter 10, verse 15. Or are you taking care of your feet? Romans chapter 10, verse 15. And how shall they preach, except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. What about the feet here? What are they described as? How beautiful are the feet? Isn't it something that the child of God can have beautiful feet? Now, as I look at mine, and all I do is see old feet, old maybe uh, swivel up areas, you know, old feet, uh, big long feet. I wear a number 13 shoe. Uh, just double the size of my of my wife. How is your feet? I told, I hope I'm talking to someone who has beautiful young feet. How could my feet be described as being beautiful? Well, if you are part of those who we think about witnessing of the grace of God, telling others about Jesus Christ, if you are busy about trying to do that the best way you know how. I'm not talking about a minister. We're we thinking about a pastor, uh, an evangelist, you know, just a child of God. If you are taking, preaching the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things, which has to do with the Lord Jesus Christ, if you were involved with that, my friend, your feet, your feet are beautiful. Our feet, you know, a doctor uh, of the feet or foot, a foot doctor, 
He's called a podiatrist. Uh, you know what these doctors always say? They say of all the members of a person's body, usually the person will take less care of their feet than they do any other thing. Shame on us for that. Now, I'm talking about physical things. On the physical side, he probably will tell you something like this. It would be good every once in a while just take your shoes off and to go what we call in our area barefooted. In fact, I knew an old fisherman. He has since uh, passed on. As far as this old fisherman, every time that you'd see him, uh, he has no shoes on. He went barefoot most of the time. And a podiatrist will tell you something like this. He said, it's good for you. It'll help to clear your mind. It'll help to improve circulation. It'll help remove stress. It'll just overall improve mental health. And if you'll do those things, it's even good for good for sleep, help you sleep better. Of course, I sleep good. And as far as my sleep is concerned, I don't sleep with my shoes on anyway. But you know what I'm talking about. What about uh, what about your feet? What about your feet? You know, I I know in the passage it's talking about it's uh, this is a spiritual spiritual verse, and it's talking about our feet not so much as just the uh, the literal the literal feet. This is a quote from Isaiah chapter. 57. And, and, and the Bible says a lot about the feet. I think it's mentioned over 250 times. And it talks about, uh, well, the Bible's full of places. Let me just throw out just a few here. What about loved feet? Oh, I could spend an entire time on this. In the book of Luke, Luke chapter 7, there's, there's a woman that's just described as being a sinner. She comes in the place where Jesus is. He's in the place, I guess, taking taking a meal. And you know what she does? Instead of sitting somewhere, she comes and kneels at his feet. You know the story. And just looking at his feet, she knows something about those feet that none of the others know, that those feet one day will be pierced, that one day running down those we think about down to the toe area will be uh, blood, you know. And what she does, it just tears her up, breaks her heart. And she starts weeping. And she weeps and weeps. You know, she's crying. And uh, to such uh, uh, a form till they just, they, the tears fall on the feet of our Lord. And then she takes and uh, wipes those feet with her hair and cleans those feet and just just loves those feet. What about uh, what about your feet? In the Bible, I guess there's a way whereby you can put your feet on holy ground. Remember the statement there in Exodus chapter 3, Moses all there face to face with God. God speaks to him out of a burning bush, and God said, you get your shoes off, Moses. And he said, place you're standing is holy ground. Can you imagine being where your feet actually touches the ground the place where God is actually at. There are some feet that God hates. Are you listening? You said no. Yes. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 6, all the way down to verse 18, it talks about feet that run unto mischief. Oh, your feet can get in your trouble. Oh, get you in trouble at times. Maybe I'm talking to a young person. Your feet bring you where you should not go. Feet that run unto mischief. In the New Testament, it's it goes this way, Romans chapter 3, it's verse 15, sweet that, uh, feet that be swift uh, to shed blood, all to run into mischief, 
to shed blood. The rejection of Jesus Christ is actually called in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. It's like stepping on, stomping on the Son of God. It talks about trodden underfoot, my friend. Uh, the rejection of Christ and the blood that was there, you know. So you said, what are you saying? I'm saying this. I'm saying you, be, you ought to be careful as far as the feet is concerned. They're very, very important. In fact, Jesus, what was it? In the book of Mark, Mark chapter 9, he said, if your feet is keeping you from getting saved, if thy foot offend thee, he says, cut it off. Better for you to look down there. If your feet is keeping you from coming to know Christ, it's better for you to cut both of them off. That you could, yeah, be in life, enter into life maimed, than having two feet to go into f- the fires of hell, you know, all to burn forever. As far as my feet is concerned, I need to, I need to take care of my feet. All the feet of the lost slip and slide, but all of you belong to Christ. The saved, our feet always stand on firm ground. I want beautiful feet. Beautiful feet are what? In our text, verse 15, they have to be saved, forgiven, blood washed. If we take the gospel to others, it's important that our sins are forgiven. If we are to see others washed, let's make sure we are as far as your feet are concerned. Oh, are they saved feet? You know what I'm talking about. Not physically, you know. Are they feet that belong to the Lord? Our old body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And when it comes to the Christian, the Christian's feet, isn't it good that instead of being crooked, oh, they could be straight and beautiful. What about what about beautiful feet? Beautiful feet, yeah. They're saved, blood washed, beautiful feet. They should be clean. Ah, uh, let's go there for just a few minutes. Clean feet. In the book of John, John chapter 13, remember the story there? Jesus is with the disciples. And he's there. Oh, he took a towel and a basin and he, he washed their feet. You know, why? Now I know this is an example of humility, but also one of cleanness. You know, during Jesus' day. You know, the feet was quick to get dirty. Oh, unless you had some kind of wealth. Sometimes you you had no shoe whatsoever. And uh, a lot wore sandals. I, I certainly understand that. But in Jesus' day, the dirt, the dirt got all, all on your feet as you walked. So a lot of people had stinky feet, you know. Do you have stinky feet today, you know? I have been in a situation where in raising children, I have had children to take and uh, between walking outside or being involved in a couple of different types of elements, I've had children come in and said, oh, somebody's feet, (laughs) something is wrong. Somebody's feet is stinking, you know. What is he trying to say there in John chapter 13 uh, concerning washing the disciples' feet? Somebody there was dirty. Are you, are you listening to me? You know who it was. Yes, it was old Judas. Peter, uh, this, is, this is an example of cleanness too. Peter, as far as your feet, your feet get dirty. Your ears get dirty. Your hands get dirty. Yeah, you know, how do we keep them clean? John chapter 15, we just flip another page there. It says, you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. We're clean by hearing the word of God. We're clean by the word of God being taught to us and we receive that teaching, you know. How do I stay clean through the word of God? The word of God is a lamp unto my feet. Ah, a light 
unto my path. Beautiful feet. Those feet, beautiful feet. Yeah, saved feet, clean feet. Where do we go? All feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. Oh, I tell you what, I ought to only wear my preaching shoes. Uh, do you have a pair of preaching shoes and you put that shoes on? Do you go out into a crowd? And could God use you to be a witness? Yes. And if you do so, you can look at those feet and described as being all oh, not crooked, twisted, dirty, stinking, <laughs> unshoed. They could be beautiful. As you look at your feet, do you see beautiful, beautiful feet? We think about the Savior's feet, always pierced. The Savior's feet, all uh, because of who he was, Ephesians chapter 1, all things uh, I've been put under his feet. One day, as far as those feet are concerned, if you've read Revelation chapter 14, my friend, there's some verses there that seem to indicate as a person would step over into a wine vat. A vat of grapes and just stomp those grapes till the juice came out. It looks as if that's what's going to happen as far as the future. We think about Armageddon. We think about the time the blood is going to be so deep. It's going to be to the horse's bridle, you know. As far as the wicked is concerned, I'm saying this. We need to make sure uh, we understand some things about the feet. All oh, they need to be clean, forgiven, blood washed, and then shooed. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 26, it says, Ponder the path of thy feet. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Involvement in the work of the Lord brings beautiful feet. And probably, probably believe, I can say this with all my heart, I believe it's more important to have beautiful feet than even to have a beautiful face. Until next week, the same time, this is Old Fisher Munn saying goodbye.